We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide dykes for life. Hey, two dykes, two dykes, two dykes. One mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. Yeah, two dykes, two dykes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. AKA Two Dorks and a Mork. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. Two Dorks and a Mork. Did people miss that? People Is have it... been missing that. Okay. My DMs were flooded with people from all around the globe. Flooded? Flooded. Juicy wet. Help, I'm drowning. <laughs> it's going to be an episode. Uh-oh. I can already tell. I'm fucking, you know what? I had a nice little snack mm-hmm. and now I'm ready. I ran a 10K yeah. and I'm ready and I'm wearing a new one piece. <laughs> You've got a Band-Aid visible. <laughs> Fuck, can you see this? How visible is the Band-Aid? I mean, it couldn't be more visible. Sorry, I had a rough weekend. No, you did. Wait, is that from what I think it's from? RS? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I bruised hey, like wait. a peach. Hey, cool. The sex was soft, but this is a sex injury. <laughs> it was super tender. Hi, I'm Rachel Scanlon. This is Two Dorks and a Mark. We're so glad you're here today. Ch- take a look at my One Piece. If you can't see us and you want to support this podcast, we're on Patreon. Check it out. I'm wearing this gorgeous sweat jump short all situation. It is, and we both know it, it's a wetsuit. Okay, I do believe it, it feels very much like a wetsuit. It feels, because you asked me at my own home mm-hmm. to unzip you so you could go to the restroom. Yes, I did. And I touched your wetsuit. Yeah. And I said, this is it's the a ma- wetsuit. This is the material. It's neoprene. <laughs> it feels like you're about to go jumping in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I could go surf at any time. And that's the effect that Blue Crush has on our community. Okay, yeah. And I'm okay. So I go to Nordstrom, which mm-hmm. I do believe is one of the most heterosexual department stores that there is. First is Macy's, obviously, for straightness. I disagree. Are you serious? I think. What's straighter than Macy's? Nordstrom's. Okay. Nordstrom is like. I think Nordstrom heterosexual is culture. heterosexual. Neiman Marcus. Yeah. That's gay. You know what a Dillard's is? Dillard's. Dill- it oh, it is, is Dillard's. A- it's actually Dillard's. <laughs> That's the I- gayest one. Yeah. Yonkers. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Those department stores are more bit- like yonk her. That's it. Nordstrom is very straight. Yeah. When agreed. I'm in Nordstrom, I, it depends on the day, but okay. you know, I'm a nervous flirter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's just something that I kind of have I to deal with. Everyone knows that you're a nervous flirter. <laughs> is that typical for people? I think it's typical for people like you. Oh, hotties. I, I think my <laughs> <laughs> you mean hot people. I think a lot of people, like I'm not a nervous flirter. I'm a nervous, like I get nervous and I just like start crying. Oh, I'm a nervous crier. I'll tear up. I'll start welling up and people are like, are you crying? And I'll say, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, you're crying. You're crying. When I get nervous, I go, your eyes are so beautiful. And I touch an elbow. And then I say, I'm not okay. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm in a Nord- Nordstrom yeah. with my girlfriend. Not crying. Not crying. Got it. No, but being weird, okay. being yeah. weird, asking for dressing rooms for two. Mm-hmm. Trying on wetsuits. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman um keeps thinking 
So I keep doing this show where I'm like, I'm so skinny, I'm skinny, I'm tiny, I'm blowing away, right? right? And she's like, you're so skinny, you're so skinny. She keeps throwing me smaller and smaller clothes. She yeah. brings me a, a, a woman's bra out of no you didn't ask for this didn't ask for it i'm trying on like i'm trying on basketball shorts okay i'm trying on like jumpsuits and you're wearing a sports bra i'm wearing a sports bra and she she goes hold hold on i have to get you something (gasps) and she brings me oh no like a like it clasps behind yeah a bra Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I've was it push up by any chance? There was there was something happening Some underneath padding. Yeah, and there was something happening to which I feel like bosom feels right for this scenario. I was quite literally just gonna say your bosoms. My bosoms, and it was pink, yeah. and it was lacy, and it was she. She was alluding to it being very sexy for like a boy. Oh my god! And it was such a funny because you know I keep pretend like when I'm with straight people that somehow still think that I'm straight, I'll like play into it. Yeah. But this was so jarring to me. And when I checked out, she was like, next time you and your friend will have to come for bikini season. I'm just like Imagine baffled. buying this. A bikini. And then being like, you need, you'll need a, a flowy bosom bra and a bikini next time. It's just like, read the room. Read the room. Is the haircut not working? No, the haircut's working for everybody but this, uh, I'm assuming ancient person who's never met a gay person I, yeah i think there's still people that just are like you Either know Nazara and i could have very easily fucked in that dressing yeah. room in fact i tried i'm shocked that you didn't to be honest we i were going to and then she knocked and was like here's a brassiere and i'm like you're interrupting gay sex, sex. yeah that's very strange i'm just like either she is actively avoiding seeing what's right in front of her face which to, I feel like that's got to be it because it's so blatant that you guys are gay. Yeah. I've seen you guys in public. We it's are all over, over each other. other. Yeah. And it's not, you can't mix that up for a straight friendship. No. And we don't look like siblings. No. I know a lot of lesbian couples are like, are you guys related? Like Nazar yeah. and I very obviously are not, not from the same yeah. litter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it takes. That is very bizarre. I'm sorry. Well, do you, you, to go do you that. shop in places that people know you're gay or how do I No. I got to stop going to Nordstrom, but I'll tell you what, their athleisure section rocks. I know. I, that is a bummer that that would happen to you though. I would just tell people that I don't need any help. Wait. Yeah. Same day. Yeah. I'm leaving an Italian sandwich restaurant. Okay. I see a hot butch holding the door open for me for a long time. Do you know how butches are always like? Well, they're waiting. They're always waiting and holding the doors open. If I, I don't, I'm wondering truly if me. on Sunday morning, <laughs> butches get up. Yeah, the crack of dawn. Crack of dawn. And they're like, all right, it's time to go hold the door open at the Glendale Galleria yep. Forever 21. Literally. And they're like, that's where you'll find me on Sunday. Legitimately. I'm going to be holding the door open for every, every single, single girl. Yeah. They're like, I'll take the Grove. You've got the Galleria. I think I'll see you at 5 p.m. I think there's an app. So you have to get up. You claim which door mm-hmm. across the valley you're going to be at. Yes. And that's where you're going to hold the door open for all the all day. Yeah. So you you saw one. So I'm about to walk through a door. Yeah, being held well, open. About. Yeah. I was pretty far away. Okay. I see this butch hottie holding yeah. the door open for me. Right. I'm like, how nice. Because sometimes butches, like, we don't 
Yeah. Like it'll be like they'll, they'll see hold you it in for the Zara and then they'll slam, slam the door it in shut. my face. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. You know how <laughs> yeah. it's like toxic sometimes. Yeah, that's how femmes treat me. Oh, ick. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> wow, our community sometimes getting wild. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm like a hot, hot kid mm-hmm. getting the door held for me as I walk through. This butch goes, and I'll see you on a Wednesday. Oh, our show. Okay, so I forgot we had a show. So you were like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that she clocked you from a mile away mm-hmm. and was like that's rachel mm-hmm. i'm going to your show and then was like i'll see you on wednesday nothing else nothing else yeah interesting nazaro was like was that a fan and i was like huh i don't know well here's the thing and i'll i know that everyone that listens is a fan we at live shows will get people that come up to us yeah and they treat us like, like shit. shit and i'll tell you what I think this is queer culture. I think it's a type of nagging. I uh, think that what it is is that they are fans. They like you. And a way to get you to like them back and stick in their mind is they're like, I'm going to be an asshole. Yeah. It's so funny. They'll be like, the people, because <laughs> I think sometimes like, <laughs> Wait. I think sometimes gay people want to be like hit in the face yeah. by the people they love. Yeah, yeah. Like they want, there is like this weird undertone of like queer attraction. Hit that's me like, with your car. Hit me with, hit me car, with a book. Yeah. Like ruin my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're my mommy and I want you to punish me. Right. But, or whatever. But here's the thing. I'm not asking for that on the road. And they're right. giving it to us. Right. Because we're in like Fort Worth and yeah. we're looking for just a nice firm handshake. Yeah. And these people every once in a while, <laughs> this isn't very often, by the way, but every once in a while we will get a listener that will wait about 90 minutes to meet us. To meet us. Yeah. And we're like, hey, do you want like a picture? Do you want a hat? And they go, fuck no. I don't <laughs> want your hat. But here's 50 bucks. Keep keep it going with your shitty little podcast. They will honestly. It's such a <laughs> passive aggressive. Like, here's a tip for yeah. you, and then they'll walk away. And then or- here's what's crazier. So they'll kind of they'll wait for a long time. They'll come up. They'll say something off color, yeah. really out of pocket, being bizarre. Yes. And then they'll post on their Instagram like, "Best night of my life. Yeah. Met my heroes." <laughs> it is crazy do you remember there was somebody we were recently on the road and i was like do you want rachel to kiss your hat and they were like yes and i was like do you want me to kiss your hat and they were like hell Hell no no. and i was like okay i genuinely (laughs) but they were not kidding that's the thing they were like no No. sometimes i can't tell if the and i'm like i'm living in a different world now we're like i'm very hot i'm sober my eyes are open for the first time mm. we've never really toured like this before yeah where i'm like i can't tell because you know i'm a narcissist right. i'm like do these people want to kill me or fuck me yeah and i'm still jury is out i think it's going to be out for eternity i think this is this is how the queer community treats each other we we you will not be able and i've talked about this when <laughs> i have a crush on somebody <gasps> this is it I treat you like shit. I yep. treat you like I do not like you. Mm-hmm. Like I've never met you. Like I could call the cops on you at any moment. Yeah. That's how I treat people that I actually genuinely when I'll get home and be like, she was the one. <laughs> She's the one that got away. This is some like some of your best material is fucking about how insane you are when you have a crush on somebody. But that's, I think, very a universal thing with queer people because we love the longing. Yeah. And we like to be mean to our I think we are mean to our crushes. This is or a bit indifferent of a step, but can I say something? Please. I'm taking a step in a weird, weird direction. <laughs> you know, I'm going to want to hear this. <laughs> Are you familiar with the show Vanderpump Rules? 
Absolutely not. Okay, let me give you a very quick synopsis. Mm-hmm. Bunch of straights being bedonkers to each other. <laughs> okay. They're all trash. Yeah. There are two hot blondes that are straight. Okay. They're straight-ish. Yeah. They're usually always with men, but every once in a while, this is what happened. Okay. They, for whatever reason, yeah. two of these straight women mm-hmm. were in the backseat of a car. One of their boyfriends were driving. This is Lala and Ariana. Okay. They go down on each other in this car. Wait, I'm sorry. Pause. I need to know where they're driving to. I wish I could where tell Where are they driving from? They go down on each other? They yeah. actually so have sex in the back they, of the car. Yeah. So, And they will refer to this moment in the show as um, when Lala tasted Ariana's cookie. Or one of them, they'll be like, oh, when she ate her cookie. And they'll, they've talked. So this happened years ago. But they will talk about there this. There was a film crew in the car or they talk about they it. They talk about it. So you don't see it. But so they this will was not on camera. No, they exactly. Exa- okay, so please go with me here. I know I'm taking such a weird leap from like, I was shopping at Nordstrom's to then, you yeah, know, how yeah, your yeah. crushes are weird to now we're talking about Vanderpump drama from years ago. Right. However, they, so it's, it's not this deep, dark secret. It's this thing that everyone on the show knows about when, you know, Tom was driving and then Ariana got her cookie eaten by Lala in the back of a car. And they talk about it in the sense that like Lala is sober now. And obviously with Ariana's going through a lot right now, but yeah. they'll kind of like reference it throughout. And I tell you this to say every once in a while we get a peek into like this like weird queer like thing like gay things that are happening within like straight context that are very much not longing. Like this is not Ariana and Lala looking at each other secretly wanting each other. This is two girls that have been with men for a really long time just like sexually gratifying each other in the backseat of a car. Right. And it drives me wild how hot that is to me hmm. there is very few content for gay people that is just sexual gratification in the way that like disagree na- that's all porn okay yes quite but literally. that's not for us no I, I agree but i also don't think that this is for us this was for them i think this, the most queer thing about this is that they can't stop talking about it. <laughs> well, they don't. It's not like endlessly talked about, but it, it has the been fact referenced. that it's still referenced. I don't know, dude. I think I'm not painting the right picture. <laughs> this is it's it's like a it's like a small thing. It, this is not a small thing. That's what I'm saying. It is very like both of these sometimes like straights or not sometimes like bi girls do the like most bananas gay shit yeah and then they'll be like oh yeah well yeah i, just, I was yeah. eating her cookie yeah and to me mm-hmm. as somebody who also is not really attracted to like these hot blonde mm-hmm. type of reality show people yeah having these two women have this moment purely for themselves yeah is like rocking my world. Well, I guess here's my follow-up question. Was it just for themselves or was it for kind of to get the attention of the boy that was driving? It seems very much like he was not involved pers- like on purpose. Yeah. It was just these two girls having a moment. Here's why I don't believe it. Tell me. Did because, I get lost in the fantasy? Yeah, I think because if it was for them, if two women are having a moment to themselves and it's just for them, we wouldn't know about it. And there wouldn't be a man in the car. I To me, this is reading every college girl experience that I heard about when I was 
at ASU. This is the only thing I've had for a long time. I know, but it it reads very straight looking. F- I mean, I don't want to put, I don't want to say that, but it, it does read um, attention because I think you wouldn't be continuously talking about it. I think it was just for them. And I've watched every episode of this series be together. It's because it was just for sex. And that's why I think it's special and unique. And I'll say this here. Yeah. That, that weird event, mm-hmm. not weird, but you know what I'm saying? This like blip. A blip. Yeah. In their, in this whole show. In their heterosexuality. In the whole thing. And I think that they're both queer, mm-hmm. but like this moment is on unma- and I watch okay. all reality. I also can't say anything because I've never watched that show and I don't know who you're talking about. But to me, when there's two women in a car e- eating each other out in the back of a car, it's- see everything you're saying, I'm liking. Yeah, it just seems because one of their partners was driving, and they talk about it on the show more than once. This wasn't for them; it was for uh, attention and other people. But I could be wrong. I have been bearing the lead. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's okay, something big. Me. There's something big that I have to say. What? Is it about Lala eating cookie? Could you imagine? I have a huge like theory. I bring out a paper, an essay I've written. I think, yeah, everyone's talking about like Sandoval yeah. and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm still stuck in the backseat. Okay. Tell me what's going on. Well, you know, I broke the news last summer. So almost a full year ago that I got engaged. Yeah. You got engorged to your blushing bride. E. My blushing bride to be the wedding's off. Dude, don't fucking do this. The wedding has been canceled. What? Yeah. We have fully canceled the wedding. We what just, are you doing right now? We decided. <laughs> so well, I feel like I want to let everyone know. It's not what it sounds. It's not fully canceled. It sounds scary. We are going to, we decided. So back in the day when we were planning the wedding, we were like, I love nothing more than for it to be very intimate, small. I don't want a lot of people at my wedding yeah. because I don't like attention. Shockingly, I actually don't like to be center of attention. And so I was like, hey, I really don't want a huge wedding. But she was like, you know, we have a lot of family on my side. So it's going to be a big wedding. So we planned a very large wedding in Temecula. Yes, I know. I got the save the date. Yeah, we've had the save the dates out. We have the invitations all printed, ready to go. Everything's been set, right? And then we recently sat down and we were like, yeah, actually, we don't want to do that. We, we want to get married. We were both talking about it. We were like, what excites us the most? And I was like, I just want to be married to you. I don't care about a wedding. I've never cared about a wedding. And she was like, neither have I. She was like, I just want to be married to you. And I don't want to do a huge wedding. So we decided to fully cancel the wedding. And we are going to do a very small, 
intimate, just immediate family wedding. I think that that is so hot. Thank you. You fucking scared me, dude. What yeah, the no. fuck are you thinking? No, she's telling the, me I buried the lead and I'm canceling the wedding. Well, I have a suit. I know. Okay, if well, I can, please. <laughs> well, so the biggest thing I said, it was, I was like, we got to have Rachel there still. Thank God. So you're, you are immediate family. Am I? Well, you're going to be there. I still want you to do a speech at my wedding. Please. So we're doing. I, I have a we're whole gonna, <laughs> rhyme. A rhyme. <laughs> you did a rap. Please tell me you did a rap. Of course I did. Yeah. So we'll do a thing where you, you can still show up and we're going to have like an after party after Thank it. God. But yeah, we are. Dude. We, you know what it is, is I think that, and I know a lot of our listeners are going through and planning weddings on their own. Yeah. Like it, it is a thing that, you know, a lot of people are doing right now. And I was like, I have never dreamt of a wedding. I don't really, I've never thought of myself as a bride. Like yeah. that makes me feel wildly uncomfortable yeah. to be called a bride. Even I don't want to like, I just don't assume that role at all. Yeah. Um, so I think it took a long time for us to come to this conclusion, but neither does she. And she's like, I don't want that. And I think this is going to make us feel more comfortable instead of like doing this big, not like heteronormative, but it is kind of, you know, it's a performance. It's, it's a, a big perf- show. It's a big thing. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's a lot. It's so. for families. And like, this is not to say, I guess the and point of this I is don't like, shit on have the, the wedding that, that you, want. you want for you and your yeah. beau. And that's what we keep getting. People are like, do whatever you want. We're just proud of you guys. And we're excited for you guys. That's so the way to do it. That was really nice to hear. But yeah, so we, we want something very, very small, intimate and probably right around the corner. We're doing it at um, Six Flags. Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a Six Flags wedding. We're renting out the whole thing. I'm trying whole to get thing. on Splash Mountain, if you know what I mean. I'm trying to do really small, really intimate. We're renting Six Flags. <laughs> Keep it small. Keep it really, really small. small. We have really so rented out CryptoArena.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think this is awesome. And this is what I've been saying for mm-hmm. fucking years. When you are queer... There's no rules. You get to do whatever you want. Like I the know. point is that we found each other. Yeah. Like I know whatever, but like finding your own timeline, finding things that make sense for you and living your own life is like some of the most beautiful things about yeah. queer love is that that's what I you get saying. to make your own it's, rules. I know that there are no rules, especially for us. And we don't have to follow any kind of path because well, we are honestly trailblazers in our families. Go off. There has not been a gay wedding in either of our family. Yeah. So I'm like, we get to be, we get to be whatever we want, do whatever we want. And I think like we both are finally so overwhelmingly excited. I'm so glad to hear yeah. this, dude. Congrats. Thank you. I can't wait to be there in the world's tightest suit. I hope it's so tight <laughs> and I hope it's so loud. It's so I want I want you to make a statement. It's latex. Yeah. Oh, I don't, perfect. I don't want to give it away, but it's super <laughs> shiny and super loud. <laughs> We're all gathered here today. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be bad. Okay, I'm perfect. I'm going to hit on your dad. I hope you do. I will. He probably would enjoy it. Your dad's obsessed with me right now. The amount of times he talked about your body. Yeah. Did so, we tell them about this? Because I, I think we did. There's also, I, and you know, I get weird mm-hmm. around everyone. Yeah. If you work in the dental field, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you my canines. I'm going to walk right up to you and go, look at these. Here's the thing. He already clocked them. He clocked my teeth. Yeah. Because I'm whitening. He says the first thing he notices about people is their teeth. And I said, where are mine? I love your dad. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, sick. Well, I can't wait to be there. Yeah, you're still invited. Still. I can't wait. Um, if you haven't rated the podcast, please go rate, review, 
subscribe. We're on Apple iTunes. Uh, we are on Spotify podcasts. Also, we just added shows in Canada. I know. We, we are going to be the greatest dice in the world. We're going international. I had to get my passport updated. <laughs> I can't wait to th- do the UK. Dude, my passport photo. Wait, if I'm being 100% honest. Please. Yeah, you look hot in your passport photo. Don't brush over that. Yes, I look, your jaw's insane. Thank you. Yes, you look good. Uh, no. I, wait. I want to spend Christmas with you in London. And I want to do a show in London in the winter. Uh, Holly, close your fucking ears for a second. I hate the United Kingdom. I will not go back to that place. Yes, you will. I refuse to go. I relapsed in the UK. Who hasn't? (laughs) Everyone relapses in the UK. Where do you think alcoholism was formed? Okay, The UK. Yeah, you're making a good point. Here's the thing. We're going to go back. You're going to go back with me. I'm going to show you tea houses. Okay, we're going to get you crumpets or whatever the fuck those are <laughs> we're gonna have fun dude your anger <laughs> okay fine but if it rains once i'm out <laughs> oh it's <laughs> all right we just added new dates if you don't think that we're going to a, a city near you check it out because we constantly are adding new dates yeah to the point where i'm like hey sam our agent please stop booking us please <laughs> please calm down can i please tell you about my passport photo <sighs> yeah go ahead we get it. I'm You're in super line. hot now. It's not even, that's not even the point. But yes. But yes. I'm in line. Okay. The woman going to do it. She's like a notary. Mm-hmm. We're going to add an annex. Yeah. Okay. She sees me. Mm. She calls me he. Oh. Okay. Okay. From afar. She's also speaking like Russian and French. And she's like a very multilingual professional. Pause. Can I just say, mm-hmm. if you can speak more than one language... I want to F you. I'm so glad you brought this up. Couldn't agree more. If you are bilingual or more trilingual, trilingual quadlingual, quadlingual, you're going to get yeah. lingualed I think hard I, by moi. I think if you can only speak one language, unfortunately, I find you now unattractive. unattractive. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. If you only speak one language, it's like good Ooh. luck finding a wife. Yeah. You dork. You fucking hack. Yeah. Hack. And hack. I just want to say I do only speak one language. Yeah. Same right. No, I do ASL. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Sorry about it. Also, Rania. Always on the phone. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> not <laughs> English. <laughs> it's hot. Okay. Okay. If you can speak. Okay. So uh, she's speaking all these languages. Okay. I'm like, I want to get my passport. Mm-hmm. She calls me a he. Love. We're having a moment. Okay. It's fine. I get a little closer. She <laughs> doubles back at me. Like triple, quadruple take. Yeah. yeah. Her eyeballs like, are like, uh-oh. What was that? What was? Right? And <laughs> she does, I mean, she speaks so many languages. And she goes, then she starts referring to me as a herm. Herm? Yeah. Like a hermit crab. Like somewhere between he, he and, and her. Herm. <laughs> like as if the he, word. her, and him. Yeah. Herm. herm. And I think because the they, them got uh-huh. lost in translation. Right. And she was like, something is she, happening she took all the colors and went <laughs> <Just fully>. yeah <laughs> yeah so and then That's she doubled funny. down on herm with me so multiple times mm-hmm. was referring i'm helping herm now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you've ever had i've never been her fucking person in an annex loudly herming you <laughs> to a room full of other people getting hermed 
might be the coolest thing <laughs> yeah. you've ever done. It was sick. I so. was like, and I kept, and then I was going big Herm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Herm's Herm here. Herm energy. Herbie fully, Hermie fully Hermie loaded fully. three. I was like big time into it. Yeah. So I took my photo. Yeah. Which Leah can put up here. I look hot. Hot. I look you fantastic. Look <laughs> fully hermed out because you're not allowed to smile. Yeah. And then I took my photo and I showed it to her and yeah. I was like, how handsome am I? I mean, I went full herm. Herm. <laughs> yeah. I love this dude <laughs> to get hermed yeah. live is huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Things are going pretty good okay. at the old herm factory. Okay. Sorry. That's what I call me now. <laughs> All right. Let, should we fucking do this? Yeah. Let's get into it. We have an ask a dike. Hi, Dykes. After leaving an abusive marriage while pregnant last year, me and my daughter moved back to L.A. to stay with my family. Since then, I've had my son and been diagnosed as a neurodivergent, gone through lots of trauma-related therapy, and welcomed my son to the crew and came out to myself at 31. Hell yeah. I'm not ready to tell my family, but I want to learn some ways I can signal to other queer MILF whens <laughs> I see them. Okay. Help. Can I read it? Yeah. How do I signal to other? Hey, I know a queer milf when I see them. When I see them. When I see them. Okay. So how to signal? I think signaling and queer coding is something that is actually coming back. Yes. And it's like there's more of a like rise in it recently. Like if you know, you know type of stuff. A hundred percent. And I'm just going to, and I know some people are not going to like this, but I think it's coming back because of Miss Taylor Swift. Taylor Allison. Because a lot of her songs are queer coded. There's a lot of um, signaling in her songs, a.k.a. the hairpin drop, which mm -hmm. is a huge one from like the 1950s, 1960s yes. of, you you know, hairpins dropping, which is dropping clues that you are gay. Mm -hmm. um, I know handkerchiefs used to be a huge one. Big time. In the back of your pocket. And that could signal what kind of sex you were into mm -hmm. and who you were into. Better know your hanky code, baby. Exactly, exactly. So I think that there's a ton and they are making a resurgence I right now. I think so too. Mm -hmm. I think this is a great time to be flagging. I agree. And I think, um, I don't know if this is going to be the right answer. It's never going to be the right <laughs> take when it comes from you. I'll tell you immediately. I'll tell the you take what. is going to be wrong. And I, and I want to preface all of this by yeah. saying, I do not want to have kids and okay. I do not want to be a parent. Okay. That being said, that being said, here's something crazy. Here's, here's <laughs> some fucked up shit. I, if I ever were to ever, for some whatever reason, happen to have a baby okay. or be holding somebody's baby, definitely or, not mine or a doll or a doll or whatever. Somebody was perceived as a child. Yeah. I would use that as a prop to get puss as often as I could. I hate what just came out of your mouth. Okay. Well, I preface it by saying I don't want to be a parent. Okay. Yeah. But if I did, like, this is an opportunity so, for you to parade this thing around. You have a new son. You're, what you're saying is go out there and single dad it. So Ugh, take, well, that seems so gross. Or it, it's guy taking their dog to the dog park to get women. Maybe more like that. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, because also you can do that fun thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how straights are always like, 
oh, he's such a lady killer. You know when straights do that with their they're like two, they're like brand new, brand newborn baby no. child. They're like, what they're saying Samuel is just he's hot. <laughs> he's a hot baby. Yeah, they're like my baby's hot. so hot. Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, my baby is so flirty. Like straights, my baby's gonna get it at eighteen. Yes, <laughs> like straight people with their sons are disgusting. It's so weird. They're like, don't get too close. He might finger you. Like, they're disgusting. Ew, dude. They're gross. This the, is not my fault. No, the straight I, people, like young I, I, moms, being like, "Ooh, I have heard the lady killer and like how so handsome flirty. he when is." When they're like, they're like, yeah. and they're like, "Sorry, he just like, ew." Yeah, it's weird. Ew. You're right. Straights you're right. are gross, <laughs> yeah. and you know this. Straight people with their babies are disgusting. Okay, and so would I. <laughs> Take your child, and but you could do that in the same vein where you can like use your child to like you like uh, bounce Flag. your thoughts off of it to be like oh sorry he thinks he, he has got great taste in women okay learned it from me right okay. you can use it as like a way you could be like oh you'd be holding your 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 son's hand in the park and then be like oh his other mom broke my heart so you, you know what i mean so your advice is to grab your son mm-hmm. take him to a public place yes and then honestly an out- rei or gayer and out loud you want them to scream your mother broke my heart. Yes. So you're, we want to come up with a lie yes. and a backstory yes. to flag. Okay. Uh-huh. Here, I'll just tell you right now. Just wear a carabiner. Yeah. Wear some docks. Wear some thick boots. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say w- with your clothing, wear something. I think rainbow is out. I don't Rainbow's think- out. You know what I've been seeing mm-hmm. on TikTok? They're called Birkin Docks. Okay. It's a Birkenstock mixed with a Doc Martin. Okay. If you throw that on. Yeah. And you're pushing a stroller. Mm-hmm. We're going to know. I think there's a lot of different ways to be queer. I mean, especially if you're looking for queer MILFs, I would yeah. just get on dating apps. Honestly, you don't need to flag when yeah. you're on a dating app. You know, I agree. I think also like I'm really not fantasizing about the gay Brady Bunch. Yeah. We're like, you have yours. Mm-hmm. I've got mine. We come together. Right. And then I think people can also pick it up on fl- like flagging can also be in the energy that you're giving off. Yeah. Right. You're if you're like just checking another mom out at the park, she's going to get the picture. This is very erotic to me. Yeah. Just go to the park with your children mm-hmm. and just start. I effing all the moms. Yeah. Do you know those shirts mm. that like pregnant women wear that are like pointing to the belly and being like, like he's loading. with me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we can get that. Okay. But for like looking for another one, I would say get a sh- do wear that shirt that's kind of the quintessential um, do shirt that's FBI female body investigator mm-hmm. or inspector. Yeah. Wear that to the park. I agree. I think just and, and say this is not my husband's Here's shirt. The thing. If you're get if you're not getting kicked out of a park, you're not doing it right. That's Agreed. what I always say. Go hard. Use your children to allure. All right. We have another Ask a Dyke. This is a audio message. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, um, I have been listening to your podcast for a while now, um, almost a 
full year, and I love it. I am a shark, but I just had a question for you guys, and I heard if I complimented Rachel's calves that I would get an answer. So I am not a baby gay. I came out when I was in sixth grade, um, and I'm currently 23. It's been a while. But I just wanted to ask you guys, you always say, you know, you came out during the Bush administration, and it was hard. And I live in Florida, and right now there's a lot of anti-trans, anti-LGBT, a lot of just hateful things happening, you know, in the United States as a whole. I just wanted to know, how do you guys, how did you deal with that? Um, Because it's really hard and stressful and scary when you don't feel like you're safe and you feel like, you know, you're not really getting advocated for. Thank you, guys. Love the pod. Okay. That was a great ask. Great ask, Ike. Thank you so much for sending that one in. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Thank you. You know I was. Good. I'm thinking about it because <clears throat> there are horrible things happening right now in Florida. Yeah. and I mean, across the country, there's been so many anti-trans legislation trying to go through, people trying to shut down um, drag queen shows. Yeah. And, and then the don't say gay bill. Yeah, has it's been. horrific. And yeah. my, my point of view on this is if you attack one part of the community, you're attacking all of us. Mm-hmm. So... I think when you start seeing hate to different parts of our community, you have to stand up in any way that you can. We have to protect each other. Yeah, I think so too. I think like um, the biggest part about being this inclusive isn't mm-hmm. um, just, I'm like, it's numbers. <laughs> but but truly, like mm-hmm. we're able to support each other. I think the, the biggest part about community for for our community yeah is it it really comes directly from being discriminated against from being marginalized from having these um traumatic experiences that a lot of us have experienced yeah and knowing like how you're feeling like as i was listening to your voicemail i was brought back to times where i didn't feel safe and you know when there's certain areas i think not all of us are born and raised in california but even out here you know what i mean there are certain there's not There's spaces all over where we know that we're not safe. And I know you've been out for a while and so have we, Mm -hmm. and we've had to learn to do that thing where are you going to be my friend right now? Are you going to be my girlfriend? Like, where are we at? In public, in literally, public. yeah. And like, even like, I mean, Mackenzie and I were just playing pickleball like last summer, and you were like, when Erica and I are at the park, we don't kiss. You know what I mean? When Nazar and I were just out at this waterfall, yeah. Like, take our picture. Okay, we're if there's too many people around, then we're gonna yeah pose like this i mean there are things that we do to keep ourselves safe and yeah is that fucking sad and infuriating of course especially when we're gaslit into feeling like everything's gay now everything's fine and then you go live your life interpersonally and you know that it's not that you're not safe especially when you're living in somewhere like florida where we know disney of all corporation conglomerates is coming at the governor in order to Take down this don't say gay bill. I mean, it's gotten so bad that fucking Disney had to take action. And you know that they don't step up for anything. No. Besides Disney. Right. Disney stands for one thing and that's money. Kaching. Yeah. So for them to come out being like, I mean, this, uh, it does actually come down to money, but right. they did come out against the bill, but you know that it's bad. When, when Disney, Disney starts fighting. If daddy mouse yeah. has to get involved. Exactly. It's gone too far. So I know like, and here's the thing like the most privileged of our queer community has the most responsibility we have to protect each other Mm -hmm. finding your sense of community is huge but also like i would say 
equally as important to fighting for these things, fighting against these bills, being like the the most vocal ally that you can be yeah on top of that i think it's very powerful and important to make sure that you know when you you have to not fight i don't know if this makes sense no when you because at some point you also it's important to take care of yourself yeah and to take care of your mental health so like this person when they called you sound scared to do things yes and i think like we have a lot of space where i know we feel this you can feel the stress Mm -hmm. when you're in certain places i mean we were in florida and we experienced homophobia we literally first hour yeah it was like we landed and both of us were like emotionally rocked for the rest of the day because we saw a young child get yeah screamed at for something very small yeah yeah i mean it's sad and like these things can weigh on us i Mm -hmm. think like finding spaces where like, cause sometimes even talking about those things with straight people, mm-hmm. they do that thing where they're trying to be an ally, but they, they harbor yeah. the like experience as like they're collecting an experience from an, another. Yeah. yeah. And like talking about these things with other queer people is very helpful. Yeah. And I think finding space where you don't have to fight all the time, where you don't, where you can kind of unload and find joy is huge. So I'm like a I big, um, I think it is my life's person purpose to make gay people laugh i agree and i think finding joy within your own community can be really really healing i agree but that's also why i think tiktok is really great um twitter is really great places instagram where you can get with like-minded individuals and kind of take a load off yeah totally laugh for a little bit and enjoy yourself while also being like okay i'm going to obviously fight for what is right yeah i'm going to stand up for myself and my community and be a strong voice in this community right but then you also have to take care of your mental health because this is not healthy and it should not be normal yeah the way we the queer community is treated constantly the way we grew up with having you know being pushed down all the time and made to feel like we are other yeah that's not healthy it's obviously not healthy so taking care of your mental health is i would say one of the biggest parts of being a good queer person yeah i know i think we spent a lot of time being like i have to fight post this yeah info infograph and mm-hmm. i have to knock on doors and i have to make sure i'm educated and i need to like tell my story and I, and like at some point you you can't always be doing that no it's exhausting and, and it's I'm gonna like, take a lot out of it you. is equally as important to like find your people t- and find your peace take care yes. of yourself like go home and watch um fucking what is it? Atomic blonde. Oh Whatever. God. I'm like, is she going to say atomic blonde? I, hell you yeah, know what you I mean? Are. Like go home, yeah. watch something queer, watch, uh, listen to the podcast. I'm not trying I, to like I, plug I, the podcast, I, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. ma- do something that's going to make you smile and have fun that's and the, enjoy yourself for a little bit out of all this shit storm that we're going through right totally. now. It's a scary, weird time. It and is. it is also matched with the like gaslightingness of the world being like, it's the best time in the world to be gay. Yeah, look, Lil Nas. Exactly. You know, it's like, like yeah. it's jarring. <laughs> And like, just know that like finding ways that validate your experience, whether that be laughing at a show that you like, whether that be finding an online community that like knows your experience and makes you feel seen, whether it be going out there and fighting the good fight, all of those things are good. But finding the one that makes you feel the most like I'm 
gonna be okay yeah and running at it and that can change at all times you know what i mean like you never know what's gonna make you feel for me like being outside who Mm -hmm. knew that that would make me feel like less gay weirdly i'm like i i live in a constant duality of feeling like i'm too gay and wanting to just be a person at all times and finding spaces where you're able to meet that where you're at Mm -hmm. and run at it is like the best way that you can counteract the shit storm that is happening around you yeah, it's really we're in a bad time right now for gay people. Yeah, but we're fighting it. I yeah, I think so. And I'm like, I think the longer you've been out, it can also add to that weird thing in your head where you're yeah. like, am I still feeling this way? Are we still having this conversation? Yeah, yeah. And like, and it's it feels okay. like two two steps back. I know. Like this recent shit from Florida, the don't say gay. It's like. And man, I really thought we got past this. I know. And I think like a lot of times on this podcast as well, like we address things, especially when you guys are asking us, like we don't shy away from uh, topics that are thrown our way. But like we spend, I've spent so much time looking at queer content, only being the trauma, only Mm -hmm. being us being as politically active, smart, like legislators as possible. And like that, is a lot of people's callings and i'm glad it's there yeah it's not ours but like finding the thing for you right like how can you take care of yourself and doing that is like huge and And trying a bunch of different things community is a big one yeah we'll be here and we'll be your gay clowns as long as possible as long as possible yeah i know we've been to weird places we sure have all right we have another bumble fumble what's up i love you guys podcast i listen to it every tuesday up to date with y'all my name is emily i am from cincinnati ohio i wish you guys would come closer to here so me and my partner can come see you guys live funny as fuck um i don't know if this is like a bumble bumble i wouldn't say it is but uh, i thought it'd be a fun story to tell and i thought you guys may get a laugh out of it or whatever um yeah but here we go so me and my ex one time were at a Kroger that is on campus of UC. If you are from Cincinnati, you know it is ratchet as hell. A lot going on there at that Kroger. Um, but we were there. I smoked a lot before going in, so I was feeling myself. I was high, having a good time. You know, we got a bunch of random shit. We're checking out. Um, I started bagging stuff up, and the person who's passing us out, Jesse, my ex at the time, they were like, oh, are you guys roommates or whatever? And they were like, no, like, that's my partner. Like, we're together, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then we got some, like, cookies or whatever that you put in the oven. And she was like, oh, yeah, you guys about to go get high as hell? And we were like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. And she was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then... Out of nowhere, long pause, out of nowhere, taking forever, there's a long line behind us, asked us, so would y'all ever fuck a virgin? And we look at her and we're like, what? 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 What did you just say to us? And after she asked that, another long pause, and out of nowhere, scream, scream, hell yeah, lickin' pussy. And everybody is silent. Everybody's just staring at us. We're staring at her. We're staring at each other. And then she looks at us and goes, well, 
you know, I've tried this three times, and I guess this is just God's way of telling me that I'm not gay. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that's God telling you anything. Like, you, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, it was a crazy experience. Um... I love that it was three strikes, three strikes and you're out. <laughs> I that's one of my favorite types of straight woman, by the way. They're always like pretty butch, mm-hmm. and they uh, they're like I fucking I try. Trust me, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in the trenches. You know what's funny is that's actually happened to us on the road. Do you remember the specific person pulled us aside and was like, "Yeah, I've tried." Yeah, and we were like, they always okay. say it disgusting too. It's always this, the like because okay, we have a theory or like they've seen they've been through war. Hell. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. They're like POWs. <laughs> yes, yes. They're like, I tried so na- hard. 2002. Yeah. Like, it's like these very masculine straight women yeah. that need, they like weirdly, they like wink at your, and then they are like, you know, we have a theory that straight women are like pretty raunchy. Yes. These types of straights that will come out and they're like, you better listen to me. Yeah. I have seen some shit and it's not for me, but trust me. I've been there. I've been, I put in hours. I almost lost my two front teeth. Like they're yeah. and their two front teeth are gone. And they're yeah, for sure. Just like shaved ground yeah. down to dust. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So this is crazy. Wait, this, I have to say when this person said that they smoked weed and they were feeling themselves in a Kroger. Yeah. I almost cried laughing. I that was peas. so, so funny. funny. Yeah. I was getting high in a Kroger feeling myself. Don't you feel Feeling like yourself at a Kroger? So this funny. is also, if I may, yeah. queer culture is like getting a little bit fucked up with your girlfriend and then in just a parking going lot. to a grocery yes. store. Yes. All that we want to yes. do is like Nazar and I, we just want to go for a walk, mm-hmm. microdose some shrooms yeah. and be at a Whole Foods. Yes. Just yes. feeling ourselves. I, getting an expensive pop. I 100% either that or like a vegan ice cream. Oh my God. And walking home. Yes. This is queer culture. Queer culture is grabbing your gal. <laughs> And going to Kroger's, <laughs> just like a little, little it's up. like it's 4.30 p.m. Yeah. That's our happy hour. Yeah. Like straight people are out there having like Cosmos. No, no, no. And we're just like drinking fungus exactly. yeah, at Trader Joe's. Okay. This was so funny. This is so funny. And I do believe that this kind of comes back to the point that we've been making for years is that straight people do not know how to act. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that this person is straight. If I'm being honest, first off, trying it three times, <laughs> trying it, th- trying it once and it not going anywhere. Okay. I get it. Okay. Trying it twice. It's still not working. Uh-huh. Fine. Three times. That's for you, babe. Three times is for you and you're now pushing it. <laughs> and also to feel the need to see a queer couple who's very obviously queer. Yeah. Be like, are you guys roommates? And then to scream. Licking, licking pussy. pussy whatever Hell it was yeah licking pussy screaming it i mean that is that's not that sounds like me when i was closeted exactly Uh-oh. this person is queer mackenzie always knows how to find them and out them go back to that kroger and out show that- up <laughs> no, and don't. say let's make it a fourth try <laughs> bring her home right i'll tell you what it'll be loud yeah and it'll be a story yes go i'm for it. all about having sexual experiences that are for the story i <laughs> fuck showed up to work today <laughs> wait do you have anything else to say about this yes okay go ahead i don't understand the straight need <laughs> yeah like the the compulsion to categorize our relationships true what is that like no other why do they because roommates sisters here it is what is that here it is because i think 
and I've talked about this before, there's people in my family that still, even to this day, need to categorize Eric and I. Of like, even though they know you're a couple, they know we're a couple, but they're like, which one's the man? Which one's the woman? What is that? It still happens. I don't know, but I think it is growing up. Not, I think they literally don't know enough gay people. So they're still trying to wrap their heads around <laughs> that. It's so heteronormative that they're like, they're well, like, how is it possible? One's a triangle. One's a triangle. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, but okay. I understand this within your context of your family. They know you. They're trying to be like. Which one takes out the trash? How would do? Which how who wears the suit? But I mean, like strangers in public, why would you need to look at two people that you've never met, you will never see them again, and then make them tell you? I think what the fuck's going on here? I think we should start doing the same thing to heterosexuals. I yes, I and just write fire back fire. No, I think not even it shouldn't be after they've said it to you. I think as gay people now, we should all start going out to two straight people, two straight people, pick a couple and be like, and yeah. is this your realtor? Abs- yes. I think you should go Who's up. this? Your it- dog sitter? Yes. Make it absurd. Weird. Roommate. Use roommate. I think if they're going to, as a community, the Are straight you guys community. Cousins? Yes. I think we need to be going out there. Be proactive about it. Mm-hmm. Make them feel weird about their relationship. I would love to make straight people more uncomfortable. I'd more like to often. ask my dad and my stepmom, are you guys siblings? Make, and it's been years. <laughs> you know what I want to ask my parents? Mm-hmm. How does it even work? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I want to go up to straight people with kids and be like, well, is this legal? Which uh, is this legal? It's hysterical. Which one's the dad? Which one's on top? Yeah. I think who we, wears the pants? We need to flip this entire script. I love the does this even count as sex to yeah. straight people? Yes. Because to be honest, if no one comes, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, if that ain't it, <laughs> wait, we should ask them <laughs> who's coming here? If- who on earth is orgasming? <laughs> when I look, Genuinely, Ken's. When I think about straight sex, I'm like, for who? For who? For whom? Well, we know for whom, right? But unfortunately, like, even that I know. I'm like, oh, there's man. easier ways to do that. Yes. Much, <laughs> much. This whole charade. I agree. This whole charade. <laughs> it's fucking over. When I so, look at straights, I'm like, <laughs> so please go out there and and approach a straight couple mm-hmm. today. Do this for Pride this year. Yeah. Go out there in June approach a couple and ask them are you two cousins make them wildly explain their relationship their sex life yeah. to you yeah at a restaurant mm-hmm. you as their waitress yes <laughs> you as their lab tech yeah their pharmacist they're incredible their yeah. lab tech their <laughs> chiropractor ask you're there yeah. it is your duty to make straight people as uncomfortable as they've Wait, made you can i just say so i was on the phone with my dad telling about the whole wedding situation mm-hmm. and he you know i told him that he had this thing last time i was in town where he asked which one is going to be the husband and then i made him uncomfortable and he apologized and was like i'm so sorry i can't believe i didn't know that that's not how this works <laughs> and i'm like who are you yes Anyways, so I know that when my dad is corrected, he's kind of like me. He spirals a little bit. So I corrected him as his daughter, and he obviously spiraled because I was on the phone with him. This is now two months later. (laughs) And he brought it up again, and he goes, I want you to know that I did research. No. (laughs) No. I don't. He goes, hey, I looked into this. No. (laughs) Your dad. He goes, I don't know if you know this, but it's actually pretty common. (laughs) 
I'm fucking beside myself. To have one, your dad researching. I'm like, where did you fucking look this up? He goes, I, I researched, and it's very common. And he goes, but it's mostly in male couples. He goes, female couples do not take on roles like this. I'm and Rachel. I almost asked my piece. Yeah, I was. Time, how are you not going to ask your piece here? I was laughing so hard at my dad explaining to me how, how gay couples work. When he, I did the research. It's actually surprisingly common for one to be the husband. Not in your kind of gay. The other kind. Your dad. There's only two. Your fucking highly educated father. Being like, she corrected me. I better hit the books. I better go to harvard.edu forward slash gays. <laughs> but also, I better do the research. He's still kind of being like, I'm still a little bit right, though. <laughs> yes. I fucking, dads are tough. If I ate, though, the apple that fell from that yeah, tree. Yeah, you are. I know that's <laughs> fucking true. God. Here's if, and let this be known to all allies. Yes. Your gay daughter <laughs> doesn't want a sentence that starts with, I did the research. <laughs> listen to your gay daughters when he called where the research you need hey don't worry i googled oh my god what do you think he typed into that search bar a hundred percent this is what it was lesbian daughter husband husband, question mark question mark or wife question mark oh lesbian daughter search anyways incredible straight people Mm-hmm. be wild yeah my father be wild my father <laughs> yeah, <dude>. unacceptable <laughs> i love our dads our dads need a, a twin wave runner please? vacation together i need you to roast my dad at the wedding and i will please i oh, will man. he's gonna love it he's he loves my body <laughs> jesus christ dads love me and i hate them <laughs> I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Bye-bye. We love you. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide dykes for life. Hey. Two dykes. Two dykes. 